Welcome to the Marketing Intern Spotlight. A marketing intern is a listener who's spreading our message authentically. Hear their story, their passion, and their journey. Enjoy. Been a long time coming. It started with, you know, you just always showing us love on your Instagram story, watching the YouTube. I feel like you're one of the very few consistent YouTube listeners. Yeah, that's what I it's what I do at work is I just put it on in the background and then just have you guys in my ear while I'm while I'm working. Have you uh noticed like production quality? Like do you do you pay attention to like how we've gone from like the security camera yeah. up here oh, yeah. to just now we're switching between cameras? hundred percent. Yeah. It, a lot of uh, improvement on our YouTube. Yeah, throughout the 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 last I'd say five months, we've yeah. definitely changed. The end of season two, you could like we were bringing in those filmers and they were getting like some close up shots, yeah. and that was awesome. But then it would just be like that would be once in a month, yeah. and then it'd usually just be that GoPro. Really, and then this season when we brought this camera, um, it's just increased everything. But I absolutely love when I get a snap from you, like starting off my Monday with the U and then you got the picture of your laptop yeah. <laughs> with the YouTube on it. You do the same thing, Ty. And I fucking love that. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes like when I'm at my, just upstairs in my room and I see back pockets going live, I just sit on my phone and watch the podcast through the live. Yes. Which dude. is happening right now. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I so I wanted to let you guys know, like, thank you. I watched through that too. But yeah. Is the audio pretty good on that? I don't yeah. really know. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Okay. Cool. You know, it's, it's crazy because I had a couple people tell me that too. Mark Amick, he does. He was telling me that last night. Like, yeah, yeah. I, he was I playing Fortnite and he had it going on in the background. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I give you like 50 minutes of love. I was like, dang, all right. Cool. Because yeah, yeah. we, don't, we don't even know. It just says yeah. like 19 people watched it or 30 people watched You have mm-hmm. no idea who yeah. like who was in for two seconds or who was there for the whole time. Yeah, because yeah, I'll just hop on sometimes just to like see what the topic is and then I'll just end up watching the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. All right. Well, we appreciate the love that you've been showing us, yeah, and we definitely. are stoked to have you on and unpack your story with Opinion Clothing. We know you very well, but mm-hmm. our marketing interns don't necessarily know you. So if you can break down a little bit of how of who you are and how you got uh, Opinion Clothing started. Yeah, so I'm from St. Louis Park, so just down, down the road. Um, went to St. Louis Park High School, went to Gustavus, graduated with a business management degree. Um, we don't have any marketing minors or majors there or any advertising. So, uh, I was business management as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of lost once I graduated cause I knew I wanted to go into advertising, but didn't have any degree. So I spent like a year and some change looking for jobs um, How old are you, by the way? I'm 24. Okay, so you're a year old. You graduated in 17 then? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I'm 24, look 15. Yeah. But I look 12, and I'm 23. So Well, I, you, I you, look 30, and I'm 23. <laughs> <laughs> but you can grow a mustache. I can, and it's usually on accident. Well, looks good, though. Your, your beard's coming in, and you can see it. It's, yeah. it's got uh, the made, roots. I made sure not to shave. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't look too young. But, uh, yeah, I spent a long time looking for a job. I uh, worked as a restaurant host at my buddy's dad's restaurant called Bacho um, while I was looking for jobs. Bacho? Yeah. All right. And it's just like an Italian restaurant. Yeah, yeah. It's right. like I'll have to take you guys there sometime. Is it it's, good? Oh, 
It's insanely yeah. good. Count us in on yeah. a company card. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I was literally in my parents' house in my room, just stressing out about you know not being able to find a job and countless no's from interviews, and I've always wanted to start my own business. I'm tall and I can never find clothes that like fit me that I like. And so I wanted to start a clothing company. I knew that that's what everyone wants to do these days. So I knew it was going to be hard, but I decided to do it. And kind of based off being told no from all of the interviews, um, I always told myself, I was like, they said no, but that's just their opinion that I wasn't the right person. And I can't let that affect me looking for my next job. And so I was like, well, opinion. And then I kind of thought, you know, that can be translated to almost anything in life. Um, and that's how I came up with a name. And then started with, you know, two hoodies that I, I went to like a high school pride shop and asked the lady if she could help me out and she was like yeah i'd love to when was this um this was in march 2018 okay so wow. so it's been just over a year mm-hmm. yep just over a year um i didn't get serious about it until probably this winter when i came out with those gotcha um i kind of did some research on trying to find like manufacturing and stuff and got screwed over um one time trying to do it overseas sure and so like that was a couple months that just was thrown away and then i found uh blake at visionary manufacturing that's right he's the one that did those hoodies and that's who i go through now uh shout out uh visionary manufacturing and yeah. blake anderson yeah uh that whole group there just hell of a uh, hitter squad that's like the best advertising we've ever had for yeah them. yeah wow i had I, ha- I had to throw it out there mm-hmm. that's sick um yeah he's been like major major help to me um because i went into this not having any i don't have any design you know background right let alone clothing background i just know what i like and i have ideas and i just send those to him and then we just go back and forth about how he can make it happen dang dude that is so cool yeah so that's one thing i wanted to make a point on here is you literally don't have to know what you're doing to start a business you just have to be willing to learn mm. and you know throw yourself into the trenches absolutely and you know dig your way out mm-hmm. i mean you mean you already spoke about it failure comes with it and oh yeah you, you said you tried going overseas and that didn't work out what so your your train of thought was just like these a lot of people go overseas um you just googled it how, how do you figure out what that how to do this whole process yeah so for the first hoodies that I came out with I did a pre-sale so I ordered four hoodies which is pretty much impossible to do because most places that want you to buy you know clothing from them is like a hundred units sure as their minimum um and she was like well I can't keep doing that for you because now that I think about it she definitely went out of her way to help me Um, I don't know how she did it to be honest with letting me order just four hoodies Um, but so I ordered those four hoodies and then put them online and, um, and then asked people 
or put them online sorry and then how many people ordered them then i just went back and ordered that many and and she said like this works for right now but we can't keep doing this and so then i really had to start um figuring out what a real manufacturing system looked like and so yeah i did go on google um youtube university man yeah youtube university um asked around to a lot of people um found out that people don't tell you where they get their manufacturing done uh that was like a hard thing that i figured out and kind of feel dumb now just straight up asking people like where do you don't feel dumb. you gotta ask the question right you're trying to get the answer and if anyone would i mean we love visionaries so Mm -hmm. we'll always tell them where we get how we get our stuff yeah we also just want to help people help help people like the fact that people would reserve that is because they're intimidated and they're scared right they don't want you to be balling like they think they are yeah and i think it was these other people that i was contacting were still super small companies like clothing companies but i just think maybe they thought that i was going to take time away from whatever their Mm. clothing was and that's just their opinion and that's just their opinion (laughs) so (laughs) i love what you said uh i love what you said about you know, like you got to put yourself in the trenches and you just got to like fail. Mm-hmm. Um, we were at comedy the other day and we were talking to this guy and he was like, you have two options in life. You either, you, when you try something, you either win or you learn. And I love that because yeah. it's like, the, it's totally flipping failure on its head. Yeah. And like we always say, it's an opportunity to learn or it's a, another way. What do you always say? Opportunity to grow. Opportunity yeah. to grow. You yeah. know, one of those situations, but like really focusing on like what you can learn from those failures definitely is like how you end up winning at some point. Yeah. What was like the first time you, uh, you're like, you got some confidence in this whole clothing company. <sighs> Dang, that's a good question. Um, Probably when I came out with those and I got a lot of people oh, like these uh, spoon ones. Yeah, I got. I love lot. these, by the way. Thank you. These are so sick. The I one Andrew's got with that gray. Mm-hmm. I saw. Uh, who's your buddy from high school that was wearing it? Um, Colin. No, not Colin. God, I can't remember his name. Light skinned kid. But uh, he was wearing that. at the Oh, Josh time. Gray. I think so. I don't know. He went to St. Thomas. St. Thomas. Yeah, I don't know. Light skinned kid. Two years younger than you. Where was this at? It was at Wild Greg's. It was at like this St. Thomas. Oh, uh, uh, um, Burnley. Burnley, yes. Uh, there you go. God, I Joe could, Burnley. Joe Burnley. Joe Burnley. There you go. Yeah, he's like, yo, this is my boy's company. I was like, <laughs> I know who your boy is, dude. Yeah. It's a sick hoodie. <laughs> Very certain about it. But anyways, yeah, when did you guy. come out with these? Um, December. Okay. I think. I lose track. Yeah, December. But um, I got a lot of people like DMing me saying like, I want one of those. So I was like, dang, maybe like people actually like these. Yeah. And so that was kind of when I thought maybe I have something here. Right on. What's, um, I'm curious. So you came up with the, the name opinion, mm-hmm. um, with this kind of, uh, interview process and people kind of just saying no, and you're holding that confidence. That's just their opinion. Mm-hmm. What's up with the alliteration? Um, how did that call come? How that whole theme come about? Um, like the actual um logo i literally just was on google and looked up opinion and if you look up opinion on google if you look up opinion definition this is what comes up is gotcha opinion with a definition under it mm-hmm. copy and pasted that yeah and 
Not a French say it. Yeah, that's like that's Beautiful. literally how I did it. So um, I love how you say opinion because we have a football coach that just overpronunciates his what or some of the words he always says that are just like you know, poor, poor. Oh, yeah. Coach K. Coach K. Poor. He says, yeah, it's a poor. Like that was a poor effort. So that's a poor effort. Poor fucking effort. Yeah, we're getting him on the show soon. Actually, mm-hmm. he's gonna be insane. So did you think you're saying pure? No, <laughs> he poured like they just thought O and the U don't make poor. Yeah, uh. so he's he thinks it's poor, poor, <laughs> poor. Yeah, um, and that's bad for podcasting when you use your piece like that. Um, yeah, just how about this though? He said in mic. So, instead of sword, like sh- like Claymore sword yeah. or something, sword, sword. Yeah, get the W involved, sword, <laughs> sword. Yeah, sword. Are there any others? No, but I, those are two good. Those ones. are two great <laughs> ones. Yeah. Wait, how do I say? Op- Opinion. opinion? Opinion. Opinion. I don't know if I'm saying it too fast, but opinion? Opinion. I think I say it with an A almost. Opinion. No, I think you got it right. I, I think, think some people it. go opinion, like U-P-I. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, U-P-I-N-I-O-N or whatever. I, opinion. Yeah. Opinion. I like the O, you opinion. know? And that's also a little more Minnesotan, too, like opinion. Opinion. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. If you'll realize, like, when Andrew's going to transition to a different question, he'll go, Ooh. He's starting to get, like, super fucking Minnesotan. It's insane. <laughs> You gotta work on that. Yeah, into the like, mic. Like oofda, don't don't ever get close to that. We, Just oh. we don't say that, do we? Oofda, oofda, dude. Because you're like at oof right now. We say yeah. oh, oof. or like when you bump into someone, it's like oh, sorry. Oh, oh. I've heard mm-hmm. oofda. I don't know. Uh, Ty, you're are you from here? I'm from Wisconsin, which we have a lot of the same. That's from Minnesota. I don't think I've ever heard. I know, like that's something people people, people think. like. Oh yeah, oofda. Like, what is that though? Is that I Norwegian? Oh, really? Yeah, is kind of like uh, you see something that's like a little like rough. You're like, oofta. Yeah, oofta. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You got you got the um, Scandinavian, upper European kind of whole vibe. Though. I guess I gotta yeah. get tightened up on my Minnesotan. What's uh What's rockers? Is that uh What is the um the origin? heritage on that? Uh, I have no idea. I have no idea. Um, I just no no clue. No, I think it's. Like I, some sort of Irish, maybe a little Delane. Yeah, Delane the Rockers. I, John. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Smell what Nolan's cooking. Yeah. Yo, you are for sure related to the Rock Johnson. Yeah. Smell what Nolan's thinking. If I if I am, I would love to find that out. Yeah, that's and, sick. Yeah, Nolan the Rockers boy. That's funny as hell. I was so curious on that. Cause that's a sick ass last name. Yeah, I'm name. sorry, I don't have any. But cool no story. contact. We, I'm, I'll just gonna buy you 23 and me. And we're, yeah, yeah. All we'll right, just, we'll get it done. Yeah. yeah. Well, ask your mom. Did your mom listen to this podcast? Uh, no. But I'll. She. I just got her introduced to YouTube, and she is like sucked in. Yeah. Because they always were like, "You're always on your laptop watching that YouTube. Like, <laughs> that's not real life." And I was like, "I know, but it's like how I'm learning stuff." And then my mom got introduced to watch. She found out you could watch, uh, oh gosh, one of the late night shows, like the the reviews or the highlights of it. Mm-hmm. And she's just up there clicking, and you just hear her cracking up. I'm like, mom, <laughs> I'm like, mom, what are you doing up there? I know you're on YouTube. She's like, she's like, I know. I just want to watch one video, but she's like 13 through. Yeah. <laughs> Always got the right suggestions for her where she's just clicking. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They know. And then she'll like, and then she'll text me. And she'll be like, Have you seen this video? I'm like, Yeah, mom. That's like 
four or five months old. <laughs> yeah, that's like the video from four months. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that's crazy, dude. YouTube's really like kind of changed their game, though. Yeah, like, we were literally just going. Andrew was downstairs watching a uh, Sports Center, and they were just playing like two K video game highlights. Exactly. Yeah. And we we're like, why can't we just get the highlights of the Nuggets game last yeah. night? So we just YouTubed it. Yeah. Here's your three minute highlight video. Yeah, I don't. Okay, I don't right. think. Like ten years from now, I don't. I don't think TV will be, like cable. I don't think cable will be a thing anymore. I think YouTube TV will just be its own thing. Yeah, I could see that. I I can see more like the lower tier companies who haven't started their own like apps. Yeah. For watching or streaming, they're gonna fall off first. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like the bigger ones, obviously. Like you can tell, like ESPN Plus. Good, like they at least got that done. They're gonna lock yeah. in sports for a while. They yeah. got the UFC. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, Spike TV. Are they staying around? I don't know. I don't know. I think they're on. Uh, they're on YouTube TV. They I are. have no idea. But Spike TV back in the nineties. Oh, that was the aggressive. Best. Aggressive. Yeah. Aggressive, that was the best. yeah. aggressive, dude. Just they like, had like sharp, sharp knives. Yeah. yeah. The sharp, world's sharpest knives on at like nine a.m. Yeah. Dude. We and didn't. They, I didn't have cable growing up, so if I was at did? like friends' houses, <clears throat> I would. Always, if we were like staying up late, I'd be like, "Oh, can we watch Spike TV?" No way. <laughs> yeah, was that Cops was on there too, right? Oh yeah, yeah, Cops. So at, again, <laughs> at comedy, this guy had this bit on Spike TV, and it was priceless. And he was like, "Joe, Joe Rogan's brother uh, <laughs> is the, Joe Rogan's brother, uh, Clad. Yeah, Clad cl- Rogan is the host of <laughs> the world's sharpest objects <laughs> live on Spike TV." <laughs> That's so true. It was just the biggest release of testosterone, dude. Yeah. It's so freaking funny. I when I was young, my mom like didn't let us watch like MTV or any of that stuff. So I was just ripping like SpongeBob and all those ones. Oh yeah, like you know, kid shows. Um, but when I'd go to like my friend's house, oh, just MTV bro, we got day. we were watching Jersey Shore, like <laughs> like nobody's business in the challenge. All those shows, like it was the best, just like reality TV release of all time. Yeah, I, grew- I never got to watch that stuff. Yeah, I grew up on like Two and a Half Men. Oh, uh, really? The Simpsons, Family Guy. Uh, that's about it. Dude, I, I get that vibe from you. Yeah. Two and a Half Men for sure. I love Two and a Half Men. Yeah, it's it's such a good show. Oh, there, for, for some reason, I would just binge that. I love that show more than like all those, like The Office and all that. I, I wish Two and a Half Men was on Netflix. Oh, I'm the biggest Office fan. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I love The Office. Mm-hmm. What do you think like shows like of that era how do you think that's changing now with like youtube like what are kids saying now like they watched but it's on youtube you know are they watching like pewdiepie yeah and, like so all those vloggers so i have uh my <laughs> you watch us? no us. no we they watch us too. oh they, yeah and they yeah. watch the back part like yeah. that's what they do of course into. that's a no-brainer mm-hmm. uh my roommate's girlfriend is a teacher she says like when she asks kids what they want to be they all want to be youtubers when they grow up oh my gosh and so i think that's like the thing to do and it's crazy that that's what people want to be i mean they can do it mm-hmm. but that blows my mind that's such a three or 180 from like what we would say when we were their age Dude, i just wanted to be nfl football player. of course yeah yeah, yeah i nah. just wanted to play college football yeah. at least that was that was like my realistic goal with it yeah know, obviously wanted to play i was gonna be a hall of famer for the steelers yeah <laughs> we were close yeah, we were close <laughs> we peaked at d3 football but yeah. <laughs> we were on the path we're on the path, dude. All right, so back to your kind of path. So you release 
these shirts mm-hmm. or these sweat these sweatshirts. Yep. Um, gain a little bit of confidence in de- yep. you said in December. Yep. So now, what have these last four months been like? Five months. So, yeah. So I came out with some beanies. That those ones were sick. Thank yeah. you for sending those. Yeah, by the way, that no was problem, awesome. No problem. Um, I came out with those. Gosh, I'm terrible at this. Like February, I think. Yeah. Um, great. and those did all right. Um, and then now I've just been planning. I have a pop-up shop, uh, May 25th, that I'm releasing three new T-shirts. This is one of them, nice. and then I have two other ones. And I've just been working on getting those all done. I have two of them done. The third is being shipped. It should be at Visionary pretty pretty soon. Freak yeah, dude. Yeah. So how does it work with like design and measurements and stuff? So usually when I release something, I make a new order like pretty soon after that because okay. it takes about like a month or two. Um, maybe if not longer if I'm trying to create something that's a little more difficult. Um, with him, Blake, when I say him, um, I legit just send stuff over to him that I like. So I'll send him. So one of the T-shirts that is coming out is like a striped T-shirt. Um, do you, have you heard of Guess? The Guess, yeah. Yeah. So you know how they have like those striped T-shirts? I sent him a couple of them. That I was like, yo, I really like this, um, the look of this, yeah. and I like these colors that I picked out personally. He was like, all right, I'll see what I can do, and then would send me over like mock-ups. Dang, I didn't. Re- so he like actually kind of designs it then, huh? Yeah, that's really cool. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, so he he like Sick. he charges me just not even like not a lot, and just does mock-ups for me. Wow. And so, so, yeah, like when I say that I had no idea what I was doing, I really meant that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's humble to even start with that. But it's it's sick how practical you can go from like having this idea being, you know, in a tough situation in your life. Like we, I wasn't in that sp- specific situation of yeah. not being able to find a job. But had I not found the job I did, I would have been in the exact same situation. Yeah. And there are plenty of people out there who graduate have this degree and then just like shit hits the fan man. yeah nothing you can do about it yeah. the hr firewalls i call it yeah right throw your freaking resume and cover letter into the ether oh, you man. never hear back dude. Yeah. you're like what the, there was one position open for this and they said i would to apply yeah nothing dude, back i hate resumes so much it's a it's a drag trying to figure out like how to frame it and just like make yourself look you can't good. i don't think you can figure someone out from a piece of paper no no that's just my opinion. Hey, hey. <laughs> is opinion clothing a uh, one man show? Is it just you? One man show. Nice. nice. Yeah. Um I did put out on my Instagram story that I would like to bring on a graphic designer, cool. but I'm broke, so I said that it wouldn't be paid, so no one answered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I would give him free gear, of course, and it could turn into a paid if things go well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah that's yeah. the next step is to hopefully bring on someone that could help me so i don't have to keep sending stuff over to blake and having him do it sure because you want to do it yourself or you want to just try and control more of the artistic route yourself yeah i want to be able to be face to face and just you know yeah grind out some sessions where we put together some really good stuff and then we can send it over to him and make it a little easier yeah on more streamlined yeah how about uh i know you had like how 
how'd you go about um like all the modeling shots and the pictures of girls with shirts on yeah you or anybody really how'd you go about that whole process i get that question a lot um because you're doing really well with it honestly yeah yeah i that's something i really enjoy doing is the instagram part um like you guys know the gary v just search you know the location of where you are and then every day go through like and comment on uh you know the top pictures i've been doing that every day for like two and a half three hours Mm -hmm. um but yeah back to the how i got the people to model so i joined a facebook group called midwest photography and model i think it's called on facebook and it's just a bunch of models and photographers that are looking to collaborate with people said hi my name is nolan i'm looking for a photographer and models um had a ton of people reach out and i kind of went through and looked through all their you know their um their images and their profiles their resume yeah their yeah their image resumes and uh, i came across um bobby uh, who is the guy who does all of the photography for me. And we Sick. just hit it off, and I was like, yeah, I'll send you some gear, and I just want you to take care of the rest because I like the way your photos look. You have a certain um, you know, creative look to all your shots. And he was like, oh, I love that. He said, I'll find all the models for you. I was like, well, perfect. Yeah. And it couldn't have gone any better. So I literally just sent him you know the gear and then um now that i know him a little better we you know start kind of talking more about like what certain shots we want but he took it in his own reins and killed it Mm -hmm. this is something that you probably never envisioned doing when you started this company a a year and a couple months ago yeah i was like oh I'll, i'll probably just get like my friends to do it and then it's just a lot harder than what I expected it to be. Yeah. And, but I ended up meeting so many cool people. And you find like, you find yourself in this kind of realm of creators when you kind of start your own business and everyone bounces off each other to support. So I have him doing the photos and then he has the models. And so it kind of all works in like a circle. I love that. And then what's cool too is like, you went into this thing like not knowing like Andrew had said but at the same time like you're kind of using your not lack of knowledge to your advantage yeah and, like kind of using it as like a management tool and empowering the people that are super creative to be creative yeah and the people that know how to manufacture shirts to manufacture shirts exactly that's yeah that's what I was kind of trying to say is like I'm using people for what they love to do yes and it's just a full circle so it's awesome to see how everyone can help each other out you're creating opinion clothing company and this opinion based on the opinions of others yeah think about that one. I hey. know. wow mind blown and <laughs> what's awesome is you've realized where you are average at mm-hmm. and you are ready to delegate to elevate baby and find out how to improve the company and yeah. this brings the, the perfect timing for the question that we ask all our guests what's your average quality and this is something you do well at times and other times not so well at the end of the day it's your average quality so nolan what is your average quality so this might not be the answer that you guys are looking for but oh, we're all hey we're never looking for an answer okay come on <laughs> um i have to say being tall is <laughs> 
I oh, am yeah. so average at it that it hurts my head. Um, <laughs> Literally. So I'm six seven. Did not play collegiate basketball. That's the one thing I always had to tell people. Mm-hmm. I cannot dunk. Oh, I exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like I just make people so upset by those two things. And then, um, what's the other? Yeah, just like the whole sports thing is people are like, oh, you have to have played basketball or can you dunk? And then I'm like, sorry, I can't dunk. And then, no, I didn't play basketball. I mean, I can play basketball. I've played like my whole life. I just didn't play in college. Gotcha. Yeah. So you were kind of like a, a Jokic, like a, a really strong four or five? Yeah. So I was uh, I was 5'10 my senior year of high school. That's me. No way. Yeah, so I grew eight inches in like two years. Holy shit. Was yeah. that like to be expected? Were, were you? Oh, no, no, no. Okay. No, no. And people always try and like stretch it by like, oh, your dad's like 6'1". I'm like, 6'1 is very average. And I'm, yeah. And I'm 6'7". So, and my brother's like 5'9". Sorry, Ian, if you're watching this. <laughs> Damn, dude, you're tall. What the yeah. frick, yeah. dude? You you have length. Yeah, you have some serious length. Yeah, so I looked like a baby deer trying to trying to run when I was going through that growth spurt because I played soccer, and wow, that was bad to watch. <laughs> played uh, center back or what? Uh forward. You played forward. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Right on. In college or no? Oh. No, in high school. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Dude, that's bananas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how how is like going on an airplane? That's a that's another topic. I have a, I have a fear of flying. Whoa. Yeah, so uh I've struggled with anxiety and depression my whole life and uh I had super bad anxiety attack on the airplane when I was a senior in high school and mm-hmm. I haven't been on one since. Wow. And it's my goal this year to get back on one. Where do you want to go? I want to go to LA. Nice. Or somewhere with waves. Okay. Cuz I love the ocean. Um Went to Daytona Beach. Uh, we drove down there for my junior year spring okay. break, and I was just in the ocean the whole time. That's they're amazing. like they're like, what is Nolan doing out there? <laughs> and I would just be like body surfing and stuff, and they're out there drinking, and I just didn't care. I was out there by myself the yeah. whole time. That's super cool. Yeah. Do you know what uh, brought on that anxiety when you were on the plane? Um, I don't like confined spaces Mm. um i've been to like counseling for it and they tried to take me back like when i was young to see if it was something that triggered it and couldn't find anything um yeah it's something that like plays with my head so much because it's mental it's all mental um like there's nothing i know nothing's gonna happen but still i think something will Mm -hmm. and i just don't like being stuck inside that little tube and not being able to get out but Mm, it's so difficult right that mind is going to go down every rabbit hole it can find yeah and there's really no easy way to just stop it right i know you can't just be like and like nolan i I, just in your you're thinking in your own head like i gotta stop i gotta stop and it's and that's what makes makes it it worse worse. and then you're just going deeper and deeper and what's crazy is my mom is a flight attendant. Wow. That is crazy. So I've been on probably over like 50 flights. And then just like as I grew up, 
the more I like knew I had anxiety, the more like I thought about it. And then one time it just like, Dang. yeah. What does your mom say about it? Like when she tries to help you out? Um, so she actually grew up with anxiety too. She never really told me that until they found out that's what I had. And she's like, well, I grew up with that too. And my mom is like, both my mom and dad are like huge inspirations to me. Um, she's just like the most level-headed person she can she was like one day I just told myself like I'm sick and tired of this and she just told herself to like I don't know how she did it but I think she had like anxiety of like social anxiety and then she was like no more and just blocked it out a little bit of optimism a little bit of belief Mm -hmm. you know you got to sprinkle in it all and that's like yeah go ahead and that's like one of the reasons why I started opinion was I am not once I know someone I'm like super super extroverted but I'm a pretty big introvert if I don't know anyone and um I started this to get myself more out there because I was like I'm tired of not being comfortable with other people and I was like and you need to throw yourself out there um I'm not saying you have to do that by starting a business but I knew that that would come with starting this. And so I knew it would help me grow as a person as well. You're a stud, man. Thank That's you. That's awesome. I appreciate That's super that. super fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like when I was at Lincoln Drink, if you guys don't know what Lincoln Drink is, go to Lincoln Drink. Um, we don't know when the next one will be because this is dropping after May. Uh, oh, okay. It'll be in uh, what? Well, for the live streamers. It'll be yeah, in for the July. live streamers. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. May 8th. Finnegan's Bruco. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I was there. You guys know that. But like i was just sitting by myself like didn't know how to talk to people and brandon came over he was like so what the hell are you doing like picks me up on my collar and like brings me into the crowd i was like those are the moments that like i was i know why i did this i like i'm i'm trying to tell people i'm still not good at like the whole social aspect but i'm trying and i think that starting this really really helped keep on trying man just yeah. keep on trying yeah and that's a great segue for you know you touched on anxiety a little bit what do you have in your back pocket to kind of help yourself and or you've trained your mind you've yeah. trained people around you to help you get through these type of moments honesty is the biggest thing that i can tell people and the biggest thing that i found um, i tried to hide my anxiety from people and because i was very embarrassed by it and that's just not the way to do it. Um, I found out once I told people and was just honest with them, they're like, oh, that's no big deal. Whatever you need, whatever you can do to help, we'll do it. And I was like, holy shit, that was like three months of me stressing about telling you, and that was so easy. Um, But, yeah, whenever I'm stressed or I'm in, like, a hard predicament, I'm just honest with if it's like with another person, I'm just going to be honest with them. Like, Hey, I'm stressed. If I say anything that is overstepping the line, I'm sorry, but I'm just being honest with you. I love that. Cause it's like, if you can just kind of get everybody on the same page that opens the door for compassion. Yeah. Right. People have compassion in them, but they're not going to be able to show that unless you let them know, Hey, this is where I'm at type thing. Yeah. And sorry, go on. No, you're good. But like, some people, they don't like that I'm super honest, but 
I feel like the truth will always come out yeah. at some point, so why not just be upfront right away? All right. Wear it on your sleeves a little bit. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Do you have a uh, maybe an example of when, you, like, you you may have already shared it, but you, you were able to be honest, and it was, act, like, shockingly awesome that this happened? It could be with opinion. It could be with Skull, your marketing company, or just maybe in your personal life. Um... So kind of back to like the job searching thing. Um, my parents are super old school. So they're like, you get your degree. We're expecting you to get that job right away. Um, and we had just countless, countless, you know, late night talks where they're like, you're still not, you don't have a job. And I was just, I was just honest with them. I was like, I'm not going to get a job that I don't want to be at. And I know you guys want to see me succeed, but just be patient with me and things will work out. And it took them a lot, a lot of, you know, holding their tongues to see that through, but, you know, it worked out. And so I think just being straight up honest and not being like, well, like I have something in line that I think is going to like happen or something along that lines. I was like, I still don't have anything. I've been told no just today by like three other job interviews and it sucks i was like i'm not in a good mood it isn't fun for me either and so it kind of made them take a step back and they're like well this sucks for us to see him not getting into the job but it also sucks for him not getting a job yeah and i love i just i think that's amazing dude like that is the hand standing up on Andrew's the hair the hair <laughs> yeah Sorry, not the head <laughs> but oh my god like that happens to everyone, dude. Like, that is such a, um, like, those external pressures are in everybody when they graduate, dude. It's, oh. not, it's not always your parents. It's yeah, not, it it's, could just be, it, sorry, not, it, that doesn't yeah, happen to everyone. But yeah, it, but no, that does happen, every, but in different ways, right? In different some, ways. Some parents are a little bit more directional and you need to have it figured out. Society pushes that on you. I mean, you just see it all around you. You have to have it figured out. Yeah. What? And to tie it back into opinion, it's like I had a couple people um contact me from that go to gustavus and they're like i'm thinking about changing majors but you know i'm already three years into it and i don't know what my parents are gonna think i'm like you're you can't care what they think about because it's your life right it's it's your life i mean they want you to succeed of course and you've put three years of your life into it but that's three years that you learned you don't want to do something right and so that's kind of how I thought about it. That's a great positive way to look about it, though. Like, it's a great way. It's like you can look at that for, like, I just wasted three years. Exactly. Or you can look at it f- uh, for the fact of, like, I at least learned that I don't like to do that. Exactly. And maybe that something within that realm taught you about what you want to take for the next. Like, Gary Vee says all the time, you got a taste. Yeah. But I feel like people are kind of scared and are not looking macro enough at the perspective of being in their young 20s yeah like you can screw up and do whatever the hell you want not whatever the hell but you can try a lot of things when you graduate for those first three four or five years right yeah it's kind of like when you were young and you were five years old and you had tried all the sports yep and you found one that you really liked exactly that's how what's i've i've been using that comparison i don't know if that's a good one but i i think it's so comparable just because you know it's it well even throw in like you had your parents threw you in 
Uh, your parents pot, threw you. Your parents threw you in like pot making or like arts and crafts, and they threw you in nature camp, and they they literally they not it was not just sports, right? It was everything. It was everything. Yeah, and that's how you're able to find like, oh, I actually like want to come back. Yeah, to doing this. Right. And what I love you guys say, or I think it was you, Decky, where you uh you said you hate the question, where will you be in five years? Mm-hmm. You you don't know. Like you cannot answer that question when they ask you that. Right. Like, I don't know where I'm going to be in five years. I have no idea. I don't know where. No. It's just a learning. Your life is just a big learning experience. But I do know how I'm going to feel. Yeah. How I want to feel. Exactly. And I want to feel like I'm loving every aspect of my life. Exactly. When I got asked in job interviews, when they're like, where do you think you're going to be in five years? I always said, I just want to be happy. And they were like kind of taken back because... You know, I'm sure they wanted me to say, well, I want to be here working uh, at the, you know, promoted and all that. But I was just mm-hmm. like, I just want to be happy. You know, drop the famous line. Like, I want to be in your position. Yeah. I want your job. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, oh, like really? You want to be me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I, yeah. Um, and you, you've seemed to challenge yourself a ton with opinion clothing and just with your whole life. Just trying to take those next steps. We love challenging ourselves. And we want to tap into you more. And we're curious if there's someone that you think we should have on the show. And you may drop a name and, and let us be challenged. Yeah. Um, so it kind of brings it back to the whole Instagram thing. I've never even met this guy, but I've talked to him a bunch over social media. His name is Jonah Stillman. Um, he is a public, like a public speaker. He wrote a book with his dad called Gen Z. Um, and they talk about Generation Z. Is that that's us, right? Or ninety six and below? Or a, yeah, he's younger than us. Do you know who I'm talking about? Do you know? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. He's a year younger than me, and I think he's taking like two months of the youth a little bit because he's taking a gap year. Okay, Wait, so he's like eighteen. He's, yeah, he's probably eighteen. 19. Jonah's still eighteen, yeah. and he went to the U. Yeah, yeah. like for gap year right now. Sure. Yeah. Whoa, he's just a stud. Really? Yeah. This is awesome. Like local guy. Yeah, he's from Minnetonka. Sweet. Whoa. Say his name one more time. Jonah Stillman. Jonah Stillman. Let me see if I'm saying his last name right. Yeah. Well, consider us challenged. I, I love this. Great, great person to have on. Yeah. We might have him on next week. Yeah. Hey, Jonah, hey, Jonah, Jonah we'll see you on the couch. Yeah. Too. Hey, we'll see you right. Hey, you're gonna be and on that. Hey, Jonah, you're gonna be right there. Yeah. Well, you're not gonna be <laughs> in these chairs because no. we sit here, but you could sit over there if you want. Yeah. You know, that's up to you. Yeah. Jonah. You're not going to the floral throne. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's not. So he wrote the book with his dad. With his dad, yeah. And so then they just go around. I don't know if he's been around the world, but around the U.S. doing public speaking to, uh, you know, major Fortune 500 companies about how to hire or um, not deal with, but approach Gen Z. That is so cool. Yeah. That is amazing. I love that. I want to meet his dad, too. Yeah. They... They should both come in, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're looking in to get another mic for that reason. We need to get four people yeah. in here. Yeah. I mean, we have a sectional. We have a sectional. We could, you know, if we needed it, we could have another sectional. We so have another piece. That That's not, why it's not a people. sectional, dude. Sectional, dude. Yeah. That's how we do it, dude. We're, uh, we really thought this out in the offseason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we you like guys, to you guys should definitely, I can uh, text him and tell him that he should. Please do. Absolutely. You guys That's huge. Rolling. Mm-hmm. That'd be sick. Dude, I'm that fired guy, up. Yeah, that guy got me kind yeah. of fired up. I'd love to talk to this dude. Yeah, and he, he's had some super cool, you know, interviews with some super awesome, like, influential people. Mm-hmm. So he could have some awesome stories on here for you guys. Hell yeah, dude. 
All right. Um. So we've been peppering you with questions the whole time. We're gonna give you an opportunity now to put the ball back in our court. So do you have any questions for the back pocket? Do you have a dream guest? Mm-hmm. Obviously you do, but who is your dream guest to have on here? Uh, right now for me, her name is Cheryl Strayed. She um, went to St. Thomas, and okay. her she had something. I can't remember the specific thing that happened. It was like she had a family member die, mm-hmm. and like her senior year of high school or of college, and her boyfriend and her were going through a tough time, and she just kind of when she graduated, she just dropped her stuff, and went and hiked the Pacific Crest Trail. Wow, which is a six month hike uh, in California. She went through the whole thing. It's like a very, very tough hike. Yeah. And she wrote a book about it. It's called Wild. And that book ended up becoming into a movie uh, with Reese Witherspoon. And now she is like a nationwide kind of um, keynote speaker on this whole experience and how it really shaped her life. And she's a Tommy. Wow. So that's one that I really want to get her on just because she was on Tim Ferriss uh, like a year and a half ago. And I listened to that whole three hour long. Wow conversation and it was just it blew my mind that's awesome so that's like my current dream guest andrew that's a great one phenomenal and we've been trying to lay the the, the grassroots we've, for that yeah, for we've a been, while we've been sowing some seeds in, in the email lines yeah. so hopefully <laughs> we get some um the guy that um ben vw challenged us with rob swan rob swan or will steger both of them like what you haven't either one of those guys yeah these guys are explorers and just have attacked this earth and tried to you know, just touch every piece of it and learn about it and just be a part of nature. And we haven't tapped into that industry and that mindset quite le- quite enough. Yeah. And it, I if think at all. they're fascinating and like they're the kind of the perfect gems where they're, they're now like 75 years yeah, old. Yeah. They're like very wow. older yeah. dudes. And Ben VW went on like multiple excursions with these guys to like Antarctica and Bali, all these different places because he's been planting trees in every continent. Wow. Ben, ben has Ben VW has yeah. yeah and so now these guys like especially Steger Steger's a local guy I'm not sure about Rob, Rob Swan but um, Steger is, and Swan are both on the on like a very uh, reflective time and now they're yeah. trying to just kind of inspire the next generation to really help out climate change because these guys are seeing it they're on the front lines of just like understanding the effects yeah and talking to these people and like they really want to get their story out and so it's just gonna be one of those times where it's like you're hanging out with your grandparents and like they get to just sit down and talk and yeah. like really hash out what they do. Yeah. So that's, I'm very, I, I'm, we got to get that one on. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah I watch, um, <clears throat> I watch, uh, <laughs> impulsive. It's Logan Paul's yeah. podcast. And he just had on the guy that, uh, walked across Antarctica. Colin O'Brady. Colin O'Brady. Yeah. yeah. He was on Rogan. Listen to him on Rogan. Okay. It's good. Yeah. I, uh, I was gonna ask you guys. What do, you, do you guys listen to Impulsive at all? I have. Yeah. What do you What do you think about that? Um, it's very. I look at. I always watch a ton of different podcasts okay. just kind of to understand how they produce it. Yeah. And I want to see how we could get better at that. Um, but Logan's is kind of di- interesting because like I feel like Logan asks a lot of good questions and Logan's very engaged. But then he's just got a bunch of like yes men around him that kind of like gas him up while they have their guest on, and it's like. Dude, you have Jay Shetty and on your podcast, and you're talking about Logan. Yeah, like let's talk about Jay and how he was a monk and like went through his seasons of life. Yeah, right. Like you don't, I don't think Logan needs those other guys in there to gas him up because I feel like if Logan was by himself interviewing one on one, kind of like Rogan does, 
it would enhance it. it yeah, it would be a lot more unique. Yeah. I also feel like those guys are there so that Logan doesn't like lose it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, um, so what's the structure? What do you mean? Of like there's more than two people yeah, in there. So yeah. there's It's like an angled table. Yeah, it's like a arrow. Yeah. And And where does the guess it? Like in the middle? In like, the middle. And then you got like homeboy who's so got So it's basically like, like there in court kind of? No, it's it's like the Today show or something. Dude. Yeah. It's just it, it's literally like you're watching like NBC or Good Morning America. And you got Logan and the guest in the middle, and then you got two guys on the outside of him, and one, and they all have laptops, which I think like get rid of the laptops, just freaking have a conversation. But um, they're all right, I see it now. Yeah, you see it. It's yeah. A, yeah I've, what do you think? Do you watch a lot of them? Or I do, um, just because he gets on some insane people. He does. Um, but there's only a few where it's actually like you can tell all of them are actually immersed into the conversation. Yeah. Um I just watched the one with Charlie Rocket and that one was by far the best. Uh but it was Charlie doing most of the talking, so Which that's how it should be though, right? Yeah. Yeah. At least but, that's how we think it should be. I yeah. And it was just I don't know, really well done. They didn't stray from like you said, they didn't go and talk about Logan and you know, his past and stuff. Yeah. I'm not saying that's bad, I'm just saying that's yeah. kinda what happens. Or well like it's like every time yeah they it seems like they do that but sure um yeah i i i enjoy it in doses right on man right on it's huge mm-hmm. well that brings us to our do you have one more no that brings us it. to our final question the last question oh wait actually i do have one attaboy right. i knew you did a little back pocket market research what has been your favorite couple or unique episodes that we've released for new um, listeners, because like think of it from like your li- like people are c- tuning into this episode. A lot of them are tuning in because of you. So, what episode could you tell them to go back and listen to that would that th- they would love equally as much? Because they're gonna love this one. Because they're gonna <laughs> love it. <dude. laughs> yep. Um. So first of all, I'm terrible with names. What is the girl that you work with? Ah, uh, Giselle Ugardi. Giselle, that one like hit me straight to the chest, and that's like I remember reaching out to her mm-hmm. and you and like media bridge and to media bridge yeah. and um she just like is a crazy good speaker and just the way she talked spoke to me uh like it felt like me specifically i don't know if it will affect anyone else but um yeah that one was super well done and she has really cool stories right on man season two episode 45 for those tuning in Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's a yeah. great one. All right, last question of the day: What did you learn today from the moment that you woke up to when we're having this conversation? <sighs> having a dog is a little harder than than people expect. Your uh, dog sitting, man. Yeah, we have a dog here. We dog sitting as well. Yeah. We dog sitting. We don't like it. We dogs. <laughs> That's a puppy, dude. Yeah, I'm about to. I'm getting a puppy. Uh, this summer no it's, way yeah it's been a dream of mine for a really long time wow so i'm Good ready to dog. yeah i'm ready to take it on but what kind of dog i want to rescue a pit bull okay yeah. all right and the one i'm taking care of right now is a pit bull boxer mix Ooh. all right beast mode yeah he's like the sweetest sweetest fathead like ever but also could just rip your head off. oh yeah like i wrestle him yeah you're like, six seven and 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 he like putting up bulldozes it. me over. Yeah, that's sick. And that's strength. Yeah. 
When yeah. You, yeah, that is strength. Mm-hmm. You got length, but that dog's got strength. Yeah, dude. I took a, I took, I sent like a snap to someone last night where he was just like standing. His arms are bigger than mine. Yeah. I mean, that's not saying much, but his just veins are popping. Mm-hmm. But he's just like super cute too. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a dog you're sitting. Yeah, I'm dog sitting him. Okay, so what, what do you have? Are you, do you have like an idea for a name or for what you want your dog to be? I so. I kind of I'm envisioning that I want my dog just to be this big old couch potato, and I'm trying to think of a n- <laughs> don't put oh and you're getting a a pit bull yeah uh, <laughs> total yeah. couch potato dog dude well the one that I'm taking care of that's what he is really and I feel like that's kind of unique yeah well it is but I'm gonna have to like train the hell out of him okay but I want like a dopey fat name I was thinking like Bubba. Yeah, or, dude. Like, or something like that. But I'd be open to, and I'm open to any suggestions. I met a uh, there's a pit bull at one of the bars, or uh, what's the bar with all the one dollar bills? Oh, uh, Cuzzies. Cuzzies. Yeah, there's a pit bull in there, just like laying down. His name was her name was Tuna. 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 <laughs> Maybe like Bar- Bartello. Bartello would be sick. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say Rufus. Rufus. Okay. All right. Ruthless. Ruthless. Yeah. <laughs> Toothless. Toothless. <laughs> oh man, we gotta figure out a good name here. I've been pretty bad with yeah, that. I was thinking like maybe like uh, Gus. Gus, dude. Just a real. Just name. like a meathead. Like I need a meathead name. Um, Farley. Farley. After Chris. After Chris Farley. Chris Farley. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. Ty, you got any? I was Bert. 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 <laughs> Big hitter, Bert. Or Bart, dude. Bart. Bart. Let's Bart's throw... are fading, dude. They're yeah. fading and we want them to go. Yeah, we, well, no, we don't want Bart's to go. We Why? want to bring Bart's back. <gasps> 1920s. Little history lesson, dude. Bart. Every kid in the in the 1920s was named Bart, and more people need to know about that. And so we're really? bringing it back. Yeah, go look it up, dude. How many people Bart? were named Bart in the 1920s? I don't think I've ever, have you ever met somebody named Bart. I know one guy. I know one guy named Bart, and he, I he was my coworker for a while. Bart. Bart Long. I'm gonna wow. send this to him. Bart. Wow. Long. He's gonna like that. He's gonna like that. And more people. A lot of people are gonna like this. A lot. A lot of people are gonna like this podcast. I think we impacted a lot of people on this podcast and on this live stream. That's awesome. So uh, good work, dude. Thank you. you crushed it. Thank you. Appreciate it. This is my first ever podcast. There you go, dude. And yeah, it was a, my one of my goals was to be on here when I found out about you guys. So sick. Yeah, I look up you guys as as uh, creators you crush it man thank Thank you so much for sharing your story appreciate it guys well i've been hanging on the west coast of my heart where I meant to from the start It's so much warmer than the secrets you've been holding in And don't you look at me sideways with those eyes Always acting like you ain't got the time I can't imagine trying to carry what you hold inside But ooh, you got a reason to sing And ooh, you're finally listening Go back to the start Cause you can't hold